Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On our show, we discuss the issues of the day and how they are affecting our society, our nation, and the world. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. Today is Friday, January 22nd, 2021, and it is the second day of, second full day of Joe Biden's presidency, or as I like to refer to him, President Ich. So President Ich is in office, and... Uh, So far, he's been denying, uh, getting rid of American jobs, uh, getting rid of American sovereignty by reentering the Paris Climate Accord. Um, His administration is gearing up for their self-declared war on domestic violent extremists. Uh, The NSA, Jen Psaki, the White House spokesman, is out there talking about how they're going to put together extensive monitoring of domestic extremism, which basically means anybody who disagrees with them and is on the right. Um, we're in for some very dark days in this country, very dark days. Uh, you know, I, I say that we're, we're now in fascist America and we certainly are. Uh, and one of the hallmarks of fascism is wiping out, and silencing the voices of your political opponents. Uh, Here in Arizona, we've got uh, people who want to go after Congressman Paul Gosar and Congressman Andy Biggs for opposing the Electoral College results. That in and of itself nowadays is uh, following the Constitution and questioning a quite suspicious presidential vote is enough to earn you the the label of domestic violent extremists. So, you know, imagine what's going on for the people. I mean, you know, we don't have to imagine we are the people, but if they're going after sitting congressmen in office, what do you think they got in store for us? So I want to read something to you here. This is from the Holocaust Museum uh, website. And it talks about the Reichstag fire. Uh, Hitler was elected into office originally, and then he consolidated his power. And one of the first things he did, the Reichstag was the legislative building, so basically like the Congress. So let's let's see here. This is what Hitler did when he came to power. On February 27th, 1933, this is one month after Hitler became the elected leader in Germany. On February 27, 1933, the German parliament, the Reichstag building, burned down. The Nazi leadership and its coalition partners used the fire to claim that communists were planning a violent uprising. They claimed that emergency legislation was needed to prevent this. The resulting resulting act, commonly known as the Reichstag Fire Degree, 
abolished a number of constitutional protections and paved the way for Nazi dictatorship. So let's look at this. Okay, we had the, unfortunately, there were the riots that were at the Capitol on the, on inauguration, uh, not on inauguration day, on the certification of the uh, Electoral College, which was on January 6th. Um, people are calling that like an insurrection. They're using all these words. You know, an insurrection requires planning and organizing and leaders and a, and a, a network of things to make it happen. This was uh, rioters for the most part. And we don't even know all the details about who those rioters were. I assume there was Trump supporters in there, but you could be sure. I mean, they've already arrested two people who are connected to Antifa. So it's not very difficult for somebody to infiltrate a protest and start a riot. So the facts are still coming out, but either way, to say that we know for certain that nobody on the left was involved, it's just absurd it, it it's not factual uh it shows bias just to say that there's nobody on the left that took place in that also we saw since biden's inauguration antifa has been rioting and protest uh, protesting and rioting and vandalizing things throughout portland they smashed up the democratic headquarters because now they don't care they're going after biden too they smashed up democratic headquarters they went after ice facilities they trashed starbucks they're rioting in the streets they're you know they're flashbangs and all their usual and you don't see any coverage of that on the news but they keep talking about the people who went into the capitol so i'm not denying that what happened at the capitol on the but also we don't really know the source behind that when hitler came to power and he started the reichstag fire he blamed it on communists it didn't come out till later that the nazis were the ones who actually started it and when you're dealing with people who you know possibly uh, would commit fraud in an election and the same mindset that will silence people on twitter silence the president of the united states i mean think how revolting that is they silence donald trump's voice he can't communicate with the public so people who with that kind of mindset will do anything they're not going to stop at planting a riot or instigating a riot or inciting the riot they're not going to stop at shutting down people's voices you're already dealing with immoral people so hitler did this he started the fire blamed his political opponents and then he used that to say now we have to start cracking down on people uh, and it eliminated a number of constitutional protections and led to Nazi dictatorship. Well, right after, within the first 48 hours of President Yich and uh, his press secretary out there, Jen Psaki, today is talking about how the NSA and the, you know, they're going to study the data and with the administration and they're going to start to go after domestic violent extremists, which again is basically anybody they say it is, just like the Nazis said anybody who's the enemy of the state i mean this is fascism in america this is no longer america i hate to break it to you but america's dead and we now live in a country where people are prosecuted and persecuted for free speech and it's wrong how we're going to stop it it's going to be a long road it's going to take a lot of us but a lot of the younger generation a lot of people are already brainwashed and they see nothing wrong with this. Eventually they will because there will always be overreach and 
the people who are celebrating now will be crying later. So let's look on this, back to this Holocaust Museum page. And it's talking about key facts connected to the Reichstag fire. Number one, implement, implemented one day after the fire, the decree, the Reichstag fire decree, implemented, implemented one day after the fire, the decree suspended the right to assembly, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, and other constitutional protections, including all restraints on police investigations that remained in effect until Nazi Germany was defeated in May 1945. All right, so right after the, the fire, or the Capitol riot, however you want to say it, whatever, uh, whatever you want to allude to, the first thing the fascist government did was restricted your right to freedom of assembly. Well, there are a couple of steps ahead of us on this one. They've already restricted freedom of assembly through the COVID uh, pandemic lockdown responses. COVID, the virus is real. The response to it is totally political and aimed at disrupting freedom of assembly and people's rights to gather and protest. They got you in masks. They've done away with your freedom of assembly, basically. If you open up your private store, they'll come in, they'll come after you. Um, we see it happening right before our eyes. They've got the capital, state capitals, fenced off as if we're in a war zone. Why? To send the chilling message to the citizens, don't you dare come down here and assemble because you're a domestic terrorist now. Okay, the next thing that in point one, they cracked down on freedom of the press. Well, as soon as the Electoral College vote happened, right after that, they took parlor down off the off the internet, however you want to say it. Google deplatformed them, uh, Amazon deplatformed them, Apple deplatformed them. So, you know, people on Twitter were saying things that Twitter didn't like. So they went and they started their own platform so people could speak freely. And then now the whole platform has been wiped out. They completely wiped out free speech. How anybody could be in favor of that, I don't know. There's no such thing as group punishment. If you can show that people were using Parler for specific uh, things, that they were setting up violence, then you close those people's accounts down, but not all of Parler. You know, finally, actually, I saw something yesterday that Twitter actually acted against Antifa organizers by closing their accounts, too. Well, at least there seemed to be applying a little fairness there, but that's only because Joe Biden uh, now doesn't want the left causing trouble in the street and organizing because now it's no good for him. And unless there were actual calls to violence there, they really shouldn't be closing down them. Or according to the logic of Google, Apple, and Amazon, since a few people on Twitter are called for violence or are organizing Antifa violence, then I guess all of Twitter should be locked down because that's what they did to Parler. The other thing they did to Parler is now they're accusing them in Congress of being the old Russian collusion thing. They're part of Russia collusion. So more nonsense. Okay, so they're taking away freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, and the press. Same thing with blocking parlor. They're trying to, CNN wants to get Newsmax off the air. They're going after Fox News, Tucker Carlson, all these people. They're looking to shut down anything that they say is not the truth. It must be the truth. They're looking to lock down and eliminate all political dissenting voices. Also, 
Jen Saki, the new, she, I guess she's an up and coming SS officer or something. Uh, she said in her little speech today that they're working with the NSA and the intelligence agencies and local law enforcement. And this is exactly what the Nazis did. They took off restraints on police investigation. So they're about to unleash the police force on their own citizens. And they're doing it all in the name of domestic terrorism, white supremacy, all this nonsense. White supremacy is a racist term. It's defining people by their race, specifically white. What kind of supremacy? White supremacy. So they're defining people exactly by their race. There's no way that you can say that it's not a racist term because it is. Okay, number two key facts. The Reichstag fire decree, the decree permitted the regime to arrest and incarcerate political opponents without specific charge, to dissolve political organizations, and to confiscate private property. All right, well, they're already looking to charge Andy Biggs and Paul Gosar. They want them arrested. Uh, they want to, they're looking, the woman Bobert, Congresswoman Bobert, who was just, I think she was just elected, or maybe it's her second term. She was giving a tour up to her family of the Capitol building on the day before the riots, and they accused her of giving, touring the insurrectionists through and giving them secret access to the Capitol. So they're looking for reasons to make up to arrest and incarcerate political opponents. They want Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, two United States senators. They want them on the domestic terror no-fly list for standing up and exercising their constitutional right of objecting to the Electoral College certification. So they're in full swing there with looking to incarcerate and arrest political opponents without any specific charge, you know, just a vague charge. They're about to try, they want to try Donald Trump uh, on a second impeachment when he's out of office, which is completely unconstitutional. They gave him no hearing in the, in the House, no lawyers, no witnesses, no nothing, and now they're looking to do the same thing in the Senate. So welcome to the new fascist America where you're accused of something and they vote on your guilt with no trial, no evidence. There's not, you can't even connect Trump to what happened at the Capitol. It's absurd. You know, using terms like we're going to march peacefully for our rights and we're going to fight for our rights. These are, these are basic staples of American political language. Trump told no, he said peacefully march to the Capitol. So, and they're looking to dissolve political organizations. Uh, the NRA recently had to declare bankruptcy and move because they want to move to Texas to reorganize. Uh, their or their structure, their organization, because in New York State, the DA there uh, in the Southern District in New York City said that her goal was to dismantle. She ran on it, dismantling the NRA. So in fascism, you must dismantle political organizations. So they're working right on that. Oh, believe me, they're coming to confiscate your private property also. Basically, they've been doing that through the lockdowns. If you open your business, even if you own the business but can't open it, they've basically confiscated your business, have they not? They're telling you who, who you can let in, who you can't let in, who's wearing a mask, who's not wearing a mask, how many people could sit there, or if you're even open at all. And if not, they'll fine you and fine you, and then you'll be in debt, and then they could confiscate your property for non-tax. Eventually, they're going to look to confiscate all personal property, bank accounts, homes, everything. 
they're moving right in that direction. And I see nothing at all to slow them down. And then also the Reichstag fire decree gave the decree gave the regime, the fascist regime, the authority to overrule state and local laws and overthrow state and local governments. Well, the overthrow of the governments will be coming soon, I'm sure. But even the mask mandates are a form of overruling state and local laws. Um, in the election, the Texas case that they wanted to bring to the Supreme Court was about Texas was suing because other states were not following their election laws and that disenfranchised states that were actually following the election laws. So when you have the United States Supreme Court and you have people behind the scenes on the Democrat side pushing for, for those cases not to be heard, you basically are overthrowing state laws because Pennsylvania had state laws on how to run an election. They were ignored. The feds won't hear it. Wisconsin rules how to run an election. The feds won't hear it. Michigan ignored their laws. The feds don't want to hear it. So basically, it's not a direct overthrow, but it's an overthrow by default. People do not, no longer have a remedy against the offenses that took place in the state courts in the election. So all of these things are in motion. When you have a country that we have now where they're looking to hunt out political speech and they're looking to punish people for what they say and what their political affiliations are and who they voted for and what they think of the uh, results of the 2020 election and if they think it was fair, all of this, if you could be persecuted for any of those things, please don't try to tell me we're not living in a fascist country. You might say, well, I like a fascist country because I'm on the side with the fascists who are ruling, but eventually you'll be on the wrong side. And I don't see how any person in America with a conscience who doesn't agree with the right could stand by and watch this persecution go on. These are the darkest days and days that I never thought I'd see in America. And I'm sure many of you feel it in your heart because it's a very painful experience to witness. But we are going to keep fighting. We are going to keep talking out for liberty. We are going to keep freedom alive in our hearts. And we are going to do our best to right this ship. We've got to start working on election integrity. Uh, we need a totally different system of overseeing elections. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a bad thing, but it's going to end up working to the... Trump supporter, the the people who believe in America, it's going to work to our advantage eventually because what the Democrats are about to do by August, they're going to burn the country to the ground economically. They're going to make a shambles of everything. And even with their voting irregularities, they're going to do such a horrible job that probably they won't be able to overcome it in 2022. Joe Biden is right now in the process of instituting a fascist government in the United States of America. And if you don't see it, you're not paying attention. So pay attention, people. Open your eyes before it's too late. All right. I'm Nicholas Tutora, and I'll talk to you again soon on another episode of Tutora Time. Mm -hmm.